It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. For Rebel Sport. Celebrating 25 years of helping Kiwis find their win. It's New Zealand's top 25 sporting moments from the last 25 years. Number nine. Thank you, folks, for all your nominations for New Zealand's top 25 sporting moments from the last 25 years. We've compiled the list based on your feedback. And number nine is the all-white speeding Bahrain in 2009 to qualify for the FIFA World Cup. Leo Bertos with yet another corner for New Zealand. Yes! Brilliant. Rory Fallon with the goal we've been waiting 27 years for. Oh, is that a penalty? Well, that's an extraordinary decision by the referee. Let's have a look. Easily inside Lockhead. Abdullah Omar, he has got the pace. He's got him behind there. And he clattered into him. The man taking the penalty is Saeed Mohammed Adman. Exactly well, great start. There's no guessing in that whatsoever. He's guessed it, he's taken the time and he's gone the right way. Absolutely amazing, New Zealand is into the World Cup in South Africa 2010, just the second time in New Zealand's history. Absolutely phenomenal. Good God. If that doesn't send shivers down your spine, I don't know what will in terms of uh, sporting broadcasts and sporting moments in New Zealand sport. And that hero, yep, not Rory Fallon. The guy that kept us in it uh, on both legs there uh, is Mark Paston, of course, the All-Whites goalkeeper. Good Hastings man, I'm uh, happy to say. Uh, joins us on the line. Good morning, Mark Paston. Man, 12 years ago, really, 12 years ago, but uh, you must relive that moment quite often. Uh, good morning. Um, not really, actually. <laughs> 12 years ago seems like a long time ago. Um, I'm busy running around um, boys play football at the moment, so um, it's sort of um, sometimes hard to remember. She used to go around for a living. 
<laughs> hey, Mark, look, tell us, can you tell us about that, that, that moment uh, when, you know, the whole of New Zealand were sitting, waiting, uh, aghast about what's about to happen, uh, and, and this, this dude's running in at you. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, the odds-on saving penalties are, are pretty remote compared to scoring them. Tell us what was going through your mind. Yeah, it was a strange sort of incident because obviously uh, Lockie got into a um, bit of a tackle, which was ruled a penalty. And then I do remember turning around and their, their supporters were celebrating, um, their players were celebrating what they scored, and I thought it was a little bit premature. Um, so the guy that um, uh, took the penalty can absolutely ping a ball because you know, his free kicks in the previous game were. Um, where none were on target, they did go about 800 miles an hour. Um, I knew it was going to be a bit of a challenge, but um, yeah, I, mean, I remember just, sort of just, just standing there, just sort of indicating I was going one way and, and, and went the other way. It was, you know, it was a guess, but you know, a pretty good guess. Um, so, um, yeah, I went down to my right, and luckily it stuck, um, and there's no rebound. So, um, they, at that point, there was obviously a long time to go in the game still, so I hope and got on with it. Honestly, I mean, I can recall it. I wasn't lucky enough to be at the ground, but it was absolutely chocker. Was that um, the best crowd, you that Wellington crowd, you've ever played in front of? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think nothing uh, has come close to that. Um, obviously, being a home crowd, um, and obviously the fact that um, there was a spot in the World Cup on the line as well. Um, you know, there was you know, obviously a few factors that came together to make that real... Um, special evening, which you know doesn't happen very often, and um, especially in football in New Zealand, the whites you know, don't play in New Zealand very often, um, let, alone, let alone in those sort of circumstances. So, um, yeah, it was an incredible evening, awesome atmosphere, um, yeah, almost like a bit of a blur in a way. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not sure how I, I can recall you guys walking around the ground, and it's one of those grounds you can walk around because of the the circular nature of it, and you can be pretty close up and up and personal with the fans, but it must have taken you like forever to get into the dressing room. It just seemed like uh, you shook hands with pretty much everyone in Wellington. Yeah, I had a slightly different experience to the team because I was actually hauled off the pitch in the middle of that to go be presented some award, which I had no idea what it was. Um, I went into this room and it was definitely quiet. Um, so I, th- I think a few, few TV cameras and reporters... Um, Potentially part right there, which obviously we're very happy. So I was presented this award in this really quiet room. Um, so I did miss a lot of it. It was quite strange. So um, yeah, um, I ended up missing the team bus that night as well. Um, home to um, back to the hotel. Um, so that was another. <laughs> <laughs> oh heck! I mean, you should have gone back in a limo. You shouldn't have been in the bus anyway. A high quality limousine uh, for Mark Paston. Of course, what what that led to, uh, and you had to quickly grasp uh, that reality, was a trip to the, the, the World Cup in 2010 in South Africa. You had a, a, a mishap along the way. You had uh, an injury that perhaps was going to rule you out. Uh, Ricky stayed faithful and picked you. And then, uh, of course, um, I think it was Glenn Moss uh, had an injury issue, and you became his number one choice uh, and probably the most memorable World Cup New Zealand will ever have, going through unbeaten. Uh, we'll go through those games one by one if we can. First of all, uh, Slovakia won all, uh, and you were busy that night. 
Yeah, yeah, it was obviously um, an interesting game, right? We were obviously went in with um, obviously most people didn't give us uh, much chance in the World Cup. In fact, we were there, we were probably just um, as many people's eyes as happy to be there. Um, yeah, but if you look at our team, we obviously had some real quality throughout. We had just seasoned professionals, maybe not playing at the highest level. You know, uh, Ryan Nelson, and a couple of others, but you know, guys had been around and understood um, what it's to you know, go out and grind out games um, and get results. So, um, when we went 1-0 down, we never felt like we were out of it. And obviously got that last-minute um, equaliser, which um, um, I suppose the start of a pretty awesome World Cup experience for us all. Uh, I think the result that uh, woke the world up, though, uh, was 1-1 with Italy. Um Unbelievable launch careers actually. I launched a couple of careers uh, out of that uh, for players within uh, the all white system, but that I think was the one that will last um, for a long, long time, if not forever, in our football history. Uh, tell us a, a little bit about um, you know uh, holding on against them, the Azuri. Yeah, it was an odd. I suppose the second half was you know, an interesting one, right? Because um, they got that early goal and. Yeah, they got that dodgy penalty to, to equalise. So I think a lot of people, again, expected them just to sort of roll over the top of us. But I think what was interesting and what I, I love about sport is how the, you know, the pressure almost squ- you know, um, squashed them. Um, you know, the, the expectation that they needed to win and should have won, um, we obviously defended really well. And, and, and then they really just ran out of ideas. They were limited to a few long shots, which you know, I picked off and crosses into the box. So um, that was it was... Um, if I had to pick an example of you know, one sport, you should never, um, whoever you come up against, you know, you've always got a chance and, and you should never rule yourself out. So, um, yeah, the sport's funny like that. Um, it's, um, yeah, it was one of them incredible games where no one gave us a chance, but um, we were five season pros who knew, knew how to get results so, and, and with a great um, team spirit, which um, is a really powerful thing. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, uh, Paraguay, uh, that was a little draw, so you kept a, a clean sheet there. Uh, and then after uh, three group games, not to go any further, which is the sad part about it, but to realise that no one in the group was able to knock you over. Uh, I mean, that, you, we often, when we play football, Mark, I, I think with the exception against uh, of some Oceania teams, we're, we're often the underdogs, to be fair. Uh, but that just was the crowning glory to go through unbeaten, surely. Yeah, I didn't actually clock it at the time. Um, you know, I was pretty disappointed not to go through. I was, I was um, you know, probably showing how far we had come. The fact that most people were, you know, really disappointed that we hadn't managed to nick a goal in that last game and, 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 and got through. So I think some, it wasn't probably for a few months later that someone had mentioned to me, and I thought, oh, okay, that, yeah, that's quite interesting. Um, so yeah, it, it's you know, it was a, a pretty. Um, Incredible experience, just the whole tournament. Um, you know, you go into this bubble and it's um, sort of treated like royalty for um, a period of time. Um, and then, in a strange way, um, and it's probably talked about the Olympics as well. The players, uh, all the athletes, come back, and you come back to sort of reality and um, um, your normal life. And you know, I remember coming back and playing a pre-season game for the Phoenix here in out Stop Out Park in the mud, um, <laughs> which was sort of you know, feet where you're on the ground. So. Yeah, it was sort of you know, quite a strange um, up-and-down experience um, for those months. 
was a golden time for football, and uh, because of that, uh, the team was recognised with uh, the Halberg Team of the Year. How you went, the absolute sporting um, sportsman of the year. I don't, don't, don't know. I can't remember who won it back then, but uh, surely that was uh, one of the great achievements. What, Mark Paston, what is life for you these days? As you said, you follow the kids playing football. What else are you doing? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've moved into IT. So actually before I started playing professionally, I did a computer science degree. Um, so I actually went straight out of, uh, when I retired in 2013, I went straight into working for a company called Rivera, who actually sponsored the Knicks at the time and for a number of years. And um, it sort of gave me um, my uh, start and my, my next period of my life. Um, and I'm now sort of working in cyber security for a company called Datacom, which um, is a heavy company. Um, and yeah, it's it's, um, it's different, but I'm really enjoying the, I suppose, the more, um, the less up and down nature of of, of, of this type of work. Um, sport, um, it, it has been highlighted, um, sadly, in, in the last few um, few weeks. Is um, there's a lot of pressures that come with it, and I, I don't miss a lot of that, to be fair. Um, there's some awesome, awesome parts, but also um, a, a lot of tough experiences with it as well. So. Do you stay in touch with footy? Do you have a football team you support? Uh, maybe an English team or something that you've got an allegiance to? Not a, not a huge amount. I always had a soft a soft spot for Liverpool. You know, when I was obviously growing up, um, matches they was on in Liverpool were obviously the, the top dogs back then. So I think like most people, into sort of that connection was a team that was doing well at the time. Um, so Liverpool um, through my team. But other than that, I'm, I really love just. Um, Watching my boys play, I coach one of one of my boys' teams, and um, that's really it for now. So, yeah, pretty happy with um, my life at the moment. It sounds uh, if you've got everything in perspective. Uh, uh, Mark Paston, thank you so much uh, for reliving those uh, magical moments throughout that golden time for us, particularly uh, that game uh, against Bahrain and and Wellington in the stadium there. Uh, fantastic to to catch up with you, mate, um, and. Uh, Thank you very much for, for taking part in our magic moments. No worries, Another two of those New Zealand top 25 sporting moments from the last 25 years uh, will be with Staffy after midday this afternoon, and that's thanks to Rebel Sport, of course, who are celebrating 25 years of Rebel Sport. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.